Africa Business Sport Podcast with myself, Adam Spiel. Today, we are doing something different where we are putting the spotlight on an organization in sports, in football particularly, where we want to really give them a good chance to talk about the good things they're doing and let people understand that we are also very much into the playing side as much as we are into the business side. Today, we have with us Mark Bautista of the showcase i don't want to get into what he does and what the showcase is so i'll give him the chance to talk a lot about it and we have with us Gila Cabana, who will be helping him get to know the information out welcome guys hi adam thank you very much for inviting us thank you adam hi fantastic okay mark i know you personally from the last time we had our conversation and Gila works with you but just take us through your journey from where you started and how you ended up with the showcase and let the audience get to resume with the journey as I have, as I've been privileged to. Well, that's a very, very long story, even though it's not a very long time, but a lot of things happened in uh, this past uh, three, four years for me. Um, well, uh, uh, Mark now is a, a businessman, entrepreneur, uh, but uh, three years ago, uh, maybe two and a half, I uh, was a football player. I was playing uh, semi-professional in, uh, in Austria uh, when I quit. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's where I am now. That's, uh, that's uh, the general uh, um, a fast uh, explanation about, uh, about me, where I'm, I am right now. You mentioned you played semi-pro. How was the experience for you? Where did you start from? Which academies did you go through? And which people did you meet in your journey to contribute to you being a businessman right now? Yeah, so uh, I started playing uh, uh, very young when I was four years old uh, with my by my uh, town uh, club, um, and very quick after a year, I, I moved to uh, FC Barcelona. I played there uh, until I was twelve. Uh, I was playing for uh, for Barcelona. It was uh, very nice there, of course. Uh, we went to international tournaments uh, um, uh, where uh, people uh, want your uh, signature, even though you are 10 years old, because they think you're going to be the next uh, uh, who knows who. So um, it was a very nice period. I really enjoy it. Uh, as you can imagine, uh, playing for, for Barcelona is, uh, I, it, was, is my, it was my team. It still is uh, my, my favorite club. So uh, it was a, a pleasure. But, uh, of course, the bad thing about it is that uh, every year is... Uh, the half of the team is gone and uh, they, they renew with everything happens happens very fast and uh, yeah when i was 12 uh, uh, they uh, they kicked me out from there and i, I kept playing in barcelona and a good uh, clubs uh, at the same division um until i was uh, 16 uh, when i was 16 i moved to uh, i moved very one year i moved to mallorca i played in uh, in mallorca is an island in in Spain. I played there for for a year. That was my first time I I moved uh, abroad from my my family, which uh, after uh, you will understand it has a lot to do with uh, where I am now. And uh, and I played there for a year. Then I played in Barcelona after this year for six months, and then I moved with seventeen. I moved to uh, for the first time I moved abroad, uh, another country to Germany. And I uh, was playing in Germany for uh, two and a half years, and then I moved to Austria. That was uh, that's my uh, my journey as a footballer. Let's dive deep into some of the experiences with the different countries because I still ask myself 
you you played semi-pro not too long ago, but now you're a businessman. Of course, the individual experiences within those countries like Austria and the other ones would have contributed to where you are right now. Uh, do select some of the memories and the experiences you had in some of the countries and share with the audience. Yeah, definitely. I had uh, a lot of experiences, as you can imagine. Um, well, uh, the, the most most of them come when I moved uh, abroad for the first time. I moved to Mallorca, even though it was Spain. Uh, I was young, I was 16. I think I was even 15 by then. Uh, I moved abroad and, uh, and yeah, it was the first time I was not with uh, with my parents. And, uh, and and yeah, it was it was good. I was going to to school by myself, uh, taking care of uh, myself. I when you move uh, for the first time that young, uh, you don't know how to even uh, cook or uh, wash your dishes. But uh, I mean, my opinion, that's the way that's the way you learn it, uh, doing this kind of stuff. So uh, um, so yeah, then uh, but the big uh, the big things come when I move to to Germany. Uh, to Germany, I move. Uh, I went one week for uh, trial uh, to one club in the fifth division uh, in Kassel. It's a city in the center of uh, of Germany, and um, uh, yeah, they they wanted to sign me. The, actually, the president wanted to sign me more than the than the the coach. Um, and then I moved there right away uh, with center, certain conditions uh, that I thought I will have. That then uh, they were cut by half, uh, but at least uh, at least it was uh, it was decent. And and yeah, in Germany uh, I started uh, when I started I started playing uh, uh, a little uh, the preseason, the first time I moved, and then um, uh, very quick uh, the the coach started speaking to me uh, in in German, uh, even though he knew uh, the whole time that I I could not speak German at all. Of course, I just moved. Uh, he could speak uh, English perfectly. Uh, but uh, he never decided to speak to me in English. He always uh, spoke in German, and um, and uh, yeah, that was a very tough time uh, for me. Uh, he, we had conversation like uh, three minutes. Uh, look at my face, speaking German, even though he knew I, I didn't get anything. Um, but, uh, he did it in purpose. Uh, he thought that would be the way uh, for me to learn. And then uh, I started playing, like I said, and, and at some point I didn't play. Uh, because he said uh, that uh, if I didn't speak German, uh, I could not play uh, football uh, there. As as we all know, if we you ever play football, uh, you know that uh, the language it has nothing to do with. Uh, it helps, but it has uh, nothing to do with not uh, playing uh, or putting a player in the first eleven. And uh, yeah, that was a, a hard time. A hard time was a uh, one year, one year and a half. Uh, sometimes I was playing, sometimes not, but. Uh, uh, from my perspective, I, I was uh, the best midfielder uh, that it was in the team by then, and, and I wasn't playing uh, the, the time I, I, I was supposed to. And then after a year, I realized that uh, the agent that brought me there uh, that uh, was telling me to, to keep uh, uh, keep playing there, that I, they will, I will give me a chance and so on, I, I realized that he was uh, making a commission monthly uh, of uh, of my salary, and uh, that's why he wanted me to play there. Uh, he was not looking for anything else for me. So, uh, so yeah, that was a, a tough time. Uh, but uh, I learned a lot uh, uh, there. Uh, I even uh, had to start. Uh, well, I was learning German uh, six hours a day, uh, Monday to Friday, 
Uh, so, and then I went to training. So that I use this time a lot to to learn German. And uh, and then uh, out of nowhere, I got the opportunity uh, to go to to Austria uh, through someone that helped me a lot in Germany, a coach from the same club that I knew. Um, I went to Austria for a trial. Uh, I was there for uh, for one week uh, with a famous club. It's called Austria Salzburg. It is a club that uh, was playing before for the Europa League qualifiers and so on. And when I but when I went. Uh, they were uh, playing uh, third division. They were relegated, but it's a club with a lot of fans. Uh, is the is the old club of uh, Red Bull Salzburg. Uh, Red Bull Salzburg bought uh, Austria Salzburg, uh, and uh, is a big. It was a big conflict about the fans and so on. And uh, I was there. I was there for uh, one week, two weeks trial, if I don't, if I recall. Um, and uh, they wanted to sign me. Uh, so I moved uh, right af uh, after to, to Salzburg, very nice city in Austria. Um, and there, uh, honestly, very, very good at the beginning. I always played uh, the press season. We played uh, abroad uh, against uh, a club, it's called GAK, uh, also in uh, in Graz, in, in Salzburg. And they are um, clubs that uh, they have a big, uh, it's like a classical from, from Austria, from the old times. So uh, in the in this game, in the pre-season, uh, there were like 15,000 people uh, screaming and it was a very nice, uh, very nice atmosphere for me. I never lived this before. And um, and yeah, there it was very good. I always played. I had uh, the confidence from the coach uh, that I didn't have before. Um, I, I really like it to live in this city in, uh, in uh, Salzburg. Uh, it was an amazing year for me, the, the best year I, uh, uh, as a football player for me. And then that was one year and a half. Uh, after one year and a half there in the winter presses, in the winter's uh, transfer window uh, from, I don't recall the year, uh, maybe 2018 or something. Um, I had the opportunity to, for a club from the second division that was uh, Grodic. Uh, um, uh, to to go and uh, make the pre-season with them because they wanted to sign me. And that was a different, of course, uh, second division already professional. It was a different approach also financially, as you can imagine. So, uh, so yeah, I took that. I didn't even go to see my family in Spain in the summer to start the pre-season right after with them. And uh, everything went very well. Uh, I started the pre-season with them the second week. They told me, uh, here's your contract, here are your conditions, uh, this is how we're going to do it, and so on. And uh, you are in already, so I was uh, sure 100% I was in. I even appeared in the Transfermark uh, website uh, for them. Um, and when, when that happened, is because you're already in the in the Austrian Federation, uh, like your license is already there. But I didn't sign the contract yet. And... Um, and the last uh, game of the preseason, we played against uh, Borussia Dortmund, uh, the second team, because it was the centenary of the of the club. It was uh, they were a hundred years old, um, and uh, and I didn't play a second, um, and I was very upset. I went home, uh, I was uh, very upset, and uh, and they told me, and then I, I received a call from the president itself uh, himself, and he told me that uh, I'm not in. I'm not going to continue. They are not going to sign me finally. Uh, which is it was a very very hard for me as I had already the I had the apartment already I had everything uh, set uh, with the conditions they have told me that was my mistake of course not to make sure to sign the contract uh, before because I thought since I since I appeared already on the website uh, transfer mark especially is very official 
then uh, okay yeah, i will show i will sign it at some point then i realized that it was because uh, one uh, uh, one player that was on loan in another another country from the club they, uh, they didn't know if they will he will come back or not so they were holding uh, my my contract for this and then when this player came uh, uh, they kicked me out and that was literally two days before uh, before the pre-season uh, before sorry before the transfer window so uh, in two days uh, i had to find a club uh, in 48 hours uh, which was uh, uh, crazy and uh, i ended up playing uh, in the fourth division uh, for six months uh, i passed from second to fourth division uh, for six months, uh, actually with uh, amazing conditions and a club that really treated me treated me very well. Uh, of course, I was uh, going there with a different level, but uh, they gave me the opportunity at least to to stay in Austria, which is what I wanted. And uh, from there, I went back uh, again to third division after six months, and I played uh, in another club in third division until uh, COVID hit. And um, and uh, well, before COVID, I already started uh, bringing some players to to Austria myself. Um, when you are playing in this uh, in these leagues, it's very difficult to know uh, if you're gonna go to the next level or not. Uh, even though you are living from football, uh, but you cannot actually um, save that much financially. You cannot not make uh, a lot. You cannot even buy buy a house. You cannot do uh, many things because you are living uh, month by month. Uh, you're living from football, but uh, but uh, it's uh, very dangerous because football can end up very quick. And I decided to to start my own agency when after I brought some players to uh, to Austria uh, from Spain. They play they were playing lower divisions, uh, but uh, that was a way as well. Uh, I was making uh, some money on the side, and uh, and yeah. Then uh, when COVID hit, uh, they cancelled all our contracts. Uh, the club uh, went almost bankrupt. Because they were depending a lot on a sponsor that uh, that uh, was uh, out uh, after COVID, and um, and yeah, they cancelled the contract. I was still living in uh, in in Austria, and uh, I had a lot of time to to start working in in my in my company. I started the company officially, and uh, from there I, I started in football. And uh, there is when I get the idea of uh, the showcase, what it is now, which is basically. Uh, giving players the opportunity uh, that uh, that I didn't have, and a real opportunity, and and then I decided to move to Madrid, and uh, from there is where uh, where I where everything started uh, as an as an entrepreneur. You mentioned you started an, an agency and you were helping players who were in the second and third division in Spain in order to play in Austria and other places. Talk to us about this. Um, entrepreneurial journey that you came to what was the deciding factor for you where did you get to the point where you realized that okay i'm not getting the way i want to but i need to help people i need to bring the connections that i have to make it a reality for other people out there yeah that uh in a in a lower scale this is where everything started uh because uh, what i saw is that uh, in spain uh, there were a lot of players uh, who, are, who were playing in a good level. Actually, fifth division uh, Spain is really good. Fourth division Spain is is a very good level, and uh, financially they were barely making any money. And um, in the good thing in Austria and Germany in this case is that the, most of the clubs uh, that are in small villages and so on, uh, they are supported always by a big company that is in this uh, town or city or village. 
So financially, they can really um, they can really pay players a lot. I had offers uh, much better than second division uh, to play in a seventh division in Germany, just because uh, they were giving me a job in the company, money for football, a house, an apartment, everything, a car. So if you put everything together, is is better. So that is very surprising, actually. Not very a lot of people knows about it. And that is what I exactly what I did. I brought some uh, good uh, players, uh, talents who are already well, already 25, 26 uh, Spanish guys that uh, they are playing in this league. They want to leave something uh, something else. They want to go financially more stable, and uh, and I gave them the the opportunity to enter these clubs. Uh, they were offered uh, a job by the company of the clubs. They were offered uh, good money for to play football as well, even though it's not at the same level, but. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this is where everything started. In, a, in like I said, in the lower, uh, in the starting point of everything, and then uh, um, I thought as well uh, that everything what I went through and what I I live, uh, I knew a lot of uh, people will be uh, interested in living the same, and and that's what you take after, even if you. If you work uh, or you stay in Austria for one year uh, and then uh, you go back to Spain with the family and you make some money and you have the experience, I think that's that's uh, very positive. And this is what uh, this is the start of where I after I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do. And uh, uh, as you mentioned as well, uh, where do I decide to 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 change? Is uh, I was actually already thinking about it. That was when I was uh, 22. Uh, I was already thinking about it, but uh, everything started when um, uh, when when uh, they cancel our contracts uh, for COVID. Uh, of course, I was making a living out of football, so it got uh, got complicated. And, and yeah, this is where I decided I I should just uh, move to to Madrid with the idea I had uh, to help uh, players and to create a big project around it uh, and a big business as well. Because at the end, this is uh, this is what it is. And um, and yeah, this is uh, where everything where everything started. I'd like to know more about your entrepreneurial journey. Moving away from playing football, you know, football is quite basic. Where you get up in the morning, you go train, you hope to be able to play a game, um, and to be selected by your coach. But with the business side, you have to study a lot of business-related stuff. You need to go and connect with people. You need to be a bit more resourceful. It's like a different industry altogether. Just talk to us through your entrepreneurial journey. How has it been for you? I've, I follow you actively on LinkedIn. I see that you go to certain places, certain events to talk like you're doing here right now. You connect with people in the industry. How, how, has, it, how has the experience been for you? Well, I, I can say for a for a start that uh, being an entrepreneur or having a business is much more complicated than being a footballer. At the end, being a footballer, uh, you do what you love. You're getting paid at the end of the month. Uh, of course, it's not the easiest job because every six months or every year, if your contract is uh, short, then you have to find something else. It's not the most stable thing, but uh, it is uh, nothing compared to uh, to, be, to being a business owner. Um, well, I, I learned through the same process. I had the idea um, of uh, the showcase, uh, uh, which uh, which is basically um, uh, when I started on the first one. Uh, I went to Madrid to do it uh, with an academy, a football academy in Madrid, that uh, they gave me the opportunity uh, to work with them with this project I had. 
Um, is the showcase and uh, explain it now? Uh, it's basically uh, bringing uh, clubs, committing clubs uh, to to come to to an event, and uh, each club has to select at least one player that they after this player they will go to start the preseason uh, with the clubs. Um, and the first time uh, we started, uh, we started with this. Uh, I started uh, collaborating with this company, uh, this uh, football academy in Madrid that they were starting also. But there were some uh, some uh, high-end people from from Madrid uh, that they started this without having any idea about football, and uh, they they had uh, very good facilities. We started there. We made the first event uh, that was very successful, and uh, and uh, when the event finished, uh, they uh, that was another uh, another uh, way to learn about business uh, very hard from the from the beginning. Uh, they uh, they wanted to take my idea after uh, their first event. They saw it was very successful. Up until now, I'm still waiting for the twenty thousand euros that they owe me, and we went through um, we went through um, uh, a nightmare with uh, lawyers that I finally I finally won. But they tried to to take my idea and do it themselves. Uh, they tried anyway, even though I had the license uh, of the brand and everything uh, of the last event, and uh, they, they, they didn't uh, do it because they, they, of course, they had no idea. Uh, but yeah, these are things that uh, that thanks to this, for example, um, I, I stopped working with them. Uh, I started by, by my own, um, and from there I started collaborating with uh, now my partner uh, Sharif, uh, which is a, a great entrepreneur. Um, and as well uh, with the Spanish Federation, this was the first where I started. Uh, so I moved, I moved from this uh, nightmare uh, to have my my own uh, uh, business now, and uh, and to to do it uh, with the Spanish Federation in the Spanish Federation facilities where we do the event now. And uh, by myself, I contact uh, uh, new clubs, uh, everything from from zero, and we were able to make the. Uh, we had COVID in the meantime as well, so we had to postpone one event, uh, but we ended up doing the event in, in July uh, last year. And uh, yeah, this is this was our, our first event with success stories. And uh, yeah, this is a little bit the, the start of a journey as, a, as an entrepreneur, quite hard from the beginning. But uh, I honestly now at this point, I I appreciate it, it was like this because this is what, uh, what uh, I I look uh, right every day. I get a lot of people contacting me, uh, try people people trying to to get uh, to get things from you uh, so I, I'm very happy I, I learned this from the beginning even if it was in the in a hard way you know Mark it's quite clear that your entrepreneur journey is somewhat similar to your footballing journey because in the beginning where you had an idea and you had partnered with a couple of people to get it done and now they wanted to take advantage of you and take your idea from you it's like how the other coaches and teams you played with took advantage from of you, but instead of you, you know, crumbling and just giving up, you're like, I'm not taking this. I'm going to find another way to do it very well. And the great thing for you is that your intellectual property was so rich that they couldn't take your idea and perfect it the way you're doing it. And I really commend you on continuing to, you know, push forth regardless. Now to the interesting part. I know about the showcase i follow it actively on instagram and uh, this is the power young boys and girls will like because it, it speaks more into what they can get in their professional career just take us through what the showcase does how the journey has been the incoming events and everything good about it 
Yeah, so uh, as I said, uh, I agree 100% for what you just uh, mentioned. Um, as I said, uh, the, the, the event uh, we start we do it in the Spanish national team facilities. Uh, we have a contract with them to do it in the next uh, four years. These are the same facilities where uh, these are facilities just built for the Spanish national team, for uh, men, for women, for futsal, for basketball. Uh, they are uh, very exclusive facilities. It was not uh, easy to get them. And it, not everyone can uh, just rent them and uh, do something there. They have to uh, approve the, the project. Um, and uh, that was a very good start as uh, having these facilities. Uh, it's easy to get the, the clubs involved because they, they see the, the, the professionality behind this. Um, and uh, yeah, with the clubs we started, uh, we, we started having, now we have uh, new ones, but uh, the first event in July we had uh, uh, Betis uh, from first division, Rayo Vallecano um, from second division, Oviedo, um, uh, Albacete from third division, Cultural Leonesa, and Rayo Majadonda. So these are uh, these are clubs that we don't just select because they have a nice name, uh, especially from the first division, but we do select them because they are committed to the project. We know they have the financial capacity to sign uh, foreign players. Uh, they know we know they we, they have the structure to sign foreign players, which not all the clubs have. And um, and most important, the the commitment. Uh, as I said uh, during the week, they, uh, there are two scouts uh, from each uh, uh, club that uh, are living with the players during the whole week. They are living in the same facility, so uh, they see them uh, uh, while eating, they see them while training, they see them while playing matches. Because we understand that it's not uh, in one week, it's not just what happened on the field, but also also outside the field. And actually, and it's uh, um, uh, the last event has shown us that it's even 50-50 uh, what happens outside and, uh, and, and inside the field. Uh, because uh, when the clubs have to take a decision in such a short period of time, uh, they have to consider uh, who they are giving the chance. Uh, is this player going to be able to adapt? Is this player uh, socially good to adapt with everyone? And uh, things like this that we put in place uh, so to, to make it easier for the scouts. And very important thing as well uh, is that uh, when the people who come from the clubs are uh, people who can actually decide. Because I see a lot of events out there, uh, not to mention some of them, they use the law of the clubs without any contract, which is very bad. Um, but also... Uh, the people who they bring from the clubs, if they bring someone, uh, is not the right person. Uh, we have the event from 15 to 23 years old. So the people who come from the clubs are uh, uh, academy director from the whole academy uh, until the second team. Uh, that means it's the person who runs, uh, who decides who they sign from the U19 to the second team. And coaches from the U16, uh, U19 or second team, uh, or second coaches from all of these uh, teams in the club. So people who can actually decide uh, if uh, they are in or not. And then uh, something very important as well is after they are selected in the event, uh, they go uh, with um, all the expenses covered by us for the players selected. Uh, they go uh, to start the pre-season with, with the clubs. That's why we do it the end of August, beginning of July, because all the clubs, they start the pre-season after this. Uh, they go start the pre-season with the actual club, with uh, U16, U19 or second team, not with any international academy, which is uh, nowadays very um, popular, that a lot of international academies, uh, but it's not actually the club. But we work directly with the club. This is where I will say we have the, 
the big uh, no, there's nothing like like this uh, not because it's our project but uh, there are no opportunities like this and the most important for me uh, after going through all of this uh, in my life as a footballer uh, and didn't have the chance uh, at the end uh, I, there's no point for me to uh, to do such a big project with so many people involved uh, uh, in our team as well and not to make a real opportunity uh, make a real opportunity is the most important for us then uh, is what i say uh, no one who comes to our event i will tell them come here uh, betis is gonna sign you uh this doesn't work like this this doesn't work like this but is betis and this on the other clubs gonna see you and have the, if you have the level you have the chance to go start the precision with them and then they can sign you yes and that's very difficult to uh to find something like this so so yeah, this is where uh, this is what the event is is about mostly. As you know, uh, we started the event in uh, in Madrid, and as I mentioned, uh, we had as well uh, our after the event. It was very very successful. To be honest, it was uh, amazing. Uh, we had one uh, success story with uh, Nas, uh, our first success story, uh, a player from from Denmark, uh, originally from Morocco, and we had another player was went to Betis from California that was very close to sign. Um, and uh, and uh, but we had a lot of problems with the visas, especially from African players. Uh, we had more than 85 players who could not come because of the visa. Uh, I personally went to Senegal twice uh, to try to solve this issue. Uh, we had also from other countries, but uh, um, but in Senegal, especially, we were collaborating with the F Senegalese Federation. Uh, that was sponsoring some players, uh, and uh, we I could not find any solution. Unfortunately, the Spanish consulates, uh, they are not open to, to work and things like this. When so many people is coming abroad, they don't, they don't care if it's sponsored by the Senegalese Federation, if a Senegalese uh, representative uh, comes and if we do it in the Spanish national team facilities. Uh, so it was quite hard uh, for us. Uh, but uh, out of this, uh, as always, uh, we tried to find a, an opportunity and the opportunity was to uh, to do make the event in um, in Cairo, we're doing it right after the our event in July in August. We're doing it in in Cairo together with the Sports Ministry of uh, of uh, Youth and Sports Ministry of uh, of Egypt, um, and uh, yeah, that allows us to have an amazing facilities in the Olympic City uh, that they are building in the new capital, uh, and the the ideas that. Uh, um, uh, the same event that we do in uh, in Madrid with the same club, same scouts, same everything, uh, but in uh, in Africa, and that's the first time that something like this happens in Africa. That uh, this some people from this club, big important people from this club, they come to select players. <coughs> Sorry. So I think this is a, an amazing opportunity for uh, for the players. If it's already an opportunity for Spanish or French players, uh, imagine for uh, for African players. So. So yeah, they, they, we started uh, building uh, this event uh, since we finished the uh, last event in July. So we're already five, six months into it. Uh, it's very advanced. We're going to announce uh, very soon the registrations. Um, and the difference, the big difference is that uh, when uh, the club select the player, uh, they send a pre-contract for the player to go to the start of the pre-season to one or two maximum for each club. So uh, when it comes to the visa, of course, makes things uh, much easier. So this is where we are now, and uh, and yeah, we hope to to move uh, to have a very successful event because we want to do it every year.
if I was to ever go pro, I would love to be a part of such an initiative, knowing very well that if I can come in there and show my skill, rather than going through an international academy, which there's a you know a high probability that I may not go pro within that, that team or to any other team, I can have this opportunity to sign with the team, go with them on pre-season, and then if I also show I'm very good extra, then I go straight into the team. Every young boy or girl who would love to go pro would prefer such an initiative, and it makes a lot of sense where it's not too many people because you don't want to reduce the quality, but at the same time, you're opening doors to people from across the world. I know there are a lot of young people here in Africa that would love the opportunity to get to play in the Spanish La Liga because apart from the Premier League, which is number one, the La Liga is what we follow actively. So to get to see some young boys and girls from Africa eventually playing there, that would be fantastic. And I just... I just hope and pray that this initiative grows and becomes so big, especially with it, with its impact here in Africa. Talk to us through what made you want to come and create synergies for the African um, boys here, because more often than not, some of the competitions, the international competitions we see, the teams here or the young people here have to struggle to find a way there. But you are coming here to give an opportunity, which it, it doesn't happen often. So what was the rationale and the motivation behind that? Yeah, so uh, uh, as well, uh, besides the, the visa issue, of course, which was a big problem for us, it comes as well uh, from my first trip to Senegal. Uh, I've seen, um, I don't know even know how many players I saw, I think it's like 700 players in, in, in four days. Uh, and I noticed uh, the quality, I knew already the quality of African players, but uh, I'm not to that point where I thought they will be already uh, prepared to play tomorrow in one of these clubs after they are playing in a field that's barely grass. So um, uh, after this, I said, uh, well, we have to do something, something in Africa. And uh, when we had this problem from with the visas, then and uh, my partner as well, Sharif, is Egyptian and he has very good connections in Egypt to to make an amazing event. Um, so that uh, that was uh, the perfect way to go. And uh, as well, uh, I've seen uh, uh, now uh, two weeks ago, I was in Nigeria as well. Uh, I see many uh, owners of academy, Asians in Nigeria and so on, that uh, they are they get scammed very easily, sending players abroad to Europe. Uh, they send them to Serbia or Lithuania or countries like this. And then they have the, the players or either they stay there illegally because they, there's no club that they're going to sign them or they have to come back because at the end, um, uh, these clubs in these uh, countries, depending which club, of course, uh, they don't have the, 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 the structure, they don't have the capacity to, to sign foreign players. And now with the FIFA rules, it's even more difficult. So, um, so yeah, I see things like this and I say it's not uh, possible. Uh, we have to do something where uh, the players, they have, uh, they have a real opportunity. We do it in, in Africa, uh, we do it in, in Egypt. Um, and, uh, and yeah, this is where uh, where the, everything uh, started. And like I said uh, from the beginning, the most important is uh, that the players they have a real opportunity. And we're never there's no one who can promise that you're going to sign, come to Europe, you're going to sign tomorrow. This doesn't work like this, and especially from players that uh, barely have a couple of seconds of videos. Uh, no one is going to sign. No club is going, especially now with the financial crisis that they they are all suffering. They are not going to sign a player just from see a highlight video of uh, two minutes 
um, even even if the player is like uh, Lionel Messi, uh, because uh, because for them is a is a is an investment and like an investment they have to be sure that uh, this is a good investment. So um, so yeah, that's basically why we we decided to to move the event as well as an amazing opportunity for us to, to collaborate with the Sports Ministry of Egypt. Uh, we're collaborating at the same time with different institutions. Uh, in Africa and different countries, uh, we have a lot of ambassadors that work uh, for the project to to select players in their country for them to come, also to find to find ways to uh, to sponsor them uh, through uh, different institutions or through individuals or even uh, the players themselves if they can. So uh, so yeah, it's been uh, so very very great so far. We're the, we have the event in in now exactly f- uh, four months and one day. So, uh, so yeah, we're very excited. All our team is very excited, uh, and uh, I think we, it will be something that uh, for for us the most important is that it makes really an impact, and uh, and uh, we have a lot of people interested in coming. But we want that uh, for next years we we have a list of uh, of players willing to to come because this is uh, they they see that this is a real opportunity. I look forward to having the opportunity to enjoy the showcase here in Africa, in Cairo, and see really pathways created for the young African boys to be able to move to the level that they dream of moving to, potentially even being there in person and covering it and just really giving the, you know, the access to Africa. I love such initiatives because it opens pathways, it opens doors and the law of fantastic talent, as you mentioned, but we just need more of such initiatives which really and truly allow us to showcase what we have. Mark, thank you very much for your time, for really taking us through your journey as a semi-pro to become an entrepreneur and talking so much about the showcase. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see what it does first in July in Madrid, then later in the year in Cairo, Egypt, and you know, just to see the good things out there and enjoy all the all the stuff on Instagram. Because I see I see you guys very active on Instagram and I see the young boys who are part of those videos and how dedicated they are. So like I always say, exciting times ahead. Uh, thank you for coming on once again. I look forward to creating more synergies with you and most definitely we would 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 have this relationship going on. Definitely, Adam, definitely. And you know, you're invited uh, to come to, to Egypt uh, for our event and be part of it. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much for, for inviting me and uh, I'm happy uh, to be here.